All right. Welcome to the 290 More Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself to my viewers and listeners. It's your boy, Mango95, Mr. Voice of Atlanta, the one and only in the flesh, you hear me? Okay, okay. Appreciate you coming Big through, mainstream. man. Appreciate you coming through. Like I was telling you before we got on camera, man, like I I had a slight interaction with you online and you won Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, yeah. they be Hollywood when they be viral all the time. They be all <laughs> online. You see them in person, they, they treat you like, you know what I'm saying, like you ain't shit. So it was it's dope that, that, that it came full circle, man. So um, just to start from the top before we get into what's going on, what's been going on, just for the people who seen you for the first time, um, where you from, where you grew up? Northside Atlanta, ACL. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely what made me. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Atlanta, that one, that one made me. But still, no shout out to Chicago. I'll mm-hmm. put the motherfucker on the map for sure. For sure. Oh, that's Chicago. Yeah, they kind of put the motherfucker on the map. The way it first started it. What's the difference between Chicago and Atlanta? Yeah, hell, as far as what? As far as you know, what I'm saying just from just from just basic interaction like we had today, just from you know, what I'm saying neighborhood to neighborhood. You know, what I'm saying is it is it a big difference? Is it pretty much like a lot of folks know know everybody down south in Atlanta, mm-hmm. so everybody know it. Everybody mm-hmm. When Chicago's like the same Like they don't really Fuck with nobody like that But mm-hmm. Atlanta's more More like like this Like family Like you're close mm-hmm. Like they'll rock with you As long as you're doing The same shit In Chicago's like Everybody's there for they self uh-huh. do, do, you, do you feel like You get hate in Chicago? I started off that way When I first mm-hmm. blowing up When I first became somebody Yeah but now It's, it's all love That's mm-hmm. why I'm able To do stuff like this Because I didn't earn that mm-hmm. It's respect now First used to be You know I still get A little bit of trouble Here and there It's all good I don't need to go there It's mm-hmm. a little, little bit of trolling But Mm-hmm. It died down from how it used to be when I first came out, but now it's a whole lot of love, and I appreciate that. That's why I keep going. For sure, for sure. So, so is so Atlanta's home. Atlanta, for sure. Okay, okay. So, um, what do you think about our, our winter times, real quick? That's when you had to adjust to. Look, I was in Atlanta with that last weekend. I fly out to Fort Lauderdale. It was Sunday. I fly out mm-hmm. to Fort Lauderdale, then I hit Miami. Mm-hmm. It's seventy-eight degrees. I get back on the plane and come back. It's 25. You got to put your coat on on the plane like mid-L. You got to put that brand I didn't know it was this cold. Carry on. I'm sure. I'm like, bro, I'm like, I go from 78 <clears throat> to 25. Like, this ain't it. Like, mm. damn, that's my first time going to Miami. So I'm like, damn, nobody say it was this, this hot all year round. For sure. I get used to this shit. For sure, for sure. It's cold as hell in Atlanta, too. It's about 35, but it ain't it ain't like this. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, know, sure. you know, because we got them zeros and them 10s and them 15s coming up. I'm sure. We in Chicago. You got to buy a coat in Chicago for Chicago. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, man. So, so coming up, man. What was, what was your aspirations, man? Little when it's like little mango, you could be anything you want to be, man. What you what, what was you working to, man? When I first like when I was like a shout, I was a jeep, man. I, I wanted to be. I was in the science, like animals and mm-hmm. shit. You know, I still do that to this day. But that was that was my first call, and I wanted to do that. But then as I'm getting older, like I start gravitating toward music and shit. So that what pretty much caught my eye. I'm like, okay, I'm talented. And I can do a whole lot of shit. So why not? Let mm-hmm. me start going doing this little music shit. So I kept going viral and all that shit. And this was like, what, 2013, 2014, 2015, around that time. So my heaviest inspiration was the Migos. Mm. Like we grew up in the same neighborhood together type shit. So like, I'm like, shit, if they could do it, why I can't? So you realize just, you ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like people like always say like you one of the Migos, you know what I'm saying? But you real life grew up in the same Same neighborhood. neighborhood same neighborhood, yeah. What, what, from each other. What, what, was, what, what was the neighborhood like? You know what I'm saying? It, it was the suburbs, Gwinnett mm-hmm. County. So it ain't like it wasn't like city, it wasn't wild, none of that shit. Mm-hmm. So we was always out in the city, out in Atlanta. But it's like the suburbs. Gwinnett County, Lawrenceville, the suburbs of, mm-hmm. of, of Georgia. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of quiet, peaceful. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, like Buckhead. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. 
upscale a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not too ratchet. Do they? Did they have like an underground music scene like in Chicago? You know what I'm saying? We got our main artists like Dirks and them, but it's a underground scene too. We got your underground. Was it like that in from, Atlanta? From out there, yeah. yeah. From uh, from Gwinnett, yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I was, the Migos came before there was Amigos. They called the Polo Club. Oh yeah. Everybody else came from in the city, mm-hmm. like Zone One, Zone Two, all that shit. Everybody else came from in the city, but as far as that, folks associate the Migos with Atlanta because mm-hmm. she like I made a song called That's Atlanta. So she, mm-hmm. as long as you put on for the city. You represent Atlanta, so that's how it was for the Migos. So they was out there. They weren't born in Atlanta, but Gwinnett County is still considered Atlanta. For sure. I call it Atlanta. For sure. How did you get into the music? How did you yourself get into the music? Cause man, look, I used to when I was little, I used to write books and poetry and shit. Mm. When I was elementary school, so I was always good with formulating words and knowing how to put my shit together, type shit. But when the music side, I think it was like the end of 2018. I'm gonna say, my homie Dizzle, shout out my brother Dizzle Capone. He definitely, uh, you know, I kept going viral. So, you know, folks are already seeing me, whatever. So he reached out to me. He had this when he was living in Joliet. So he used to come pick me up from the city, go to Joliet, and shout out my brother YDB because he's the first person that ever did a feature where he the first person that ever reached out to me to do a song. So when I went out there to my brother Dizzle Crib, and he had his own home studio shit. And this was like the end of 2018 or some shit before I, was, before I even touched the mic. Mm. He used to take me out there. And he had his own little setup. So I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling it like I'm recording. So, like, I, so I, what I like you was just sitting on the side just... Just, just watching while they was recording. Uh, yeah, I used to watch it recording. Mm-hmm. He used, to, he used to bring me out there because he had his own shit. Like mm-hmm. instead of paying for studio time like I do now, he had his own shit. So mm-hmm. he'd bring me out. Me and him, he did music too. Mm-hmm. So he used to bring me out there all the way to Joliet. And he was like, "You got some shit to lay down." We were late nights just doing that shit. He recorded me putting the mm-hmm. sauce on it, and I'm listening to the shit. I'm like, "Man, this shit sound good. I mean, I can do this. I can do this shit." Talk, talk to me about the subject matter on them tracks y'all was laying down. You know what I'm saying? What, what y'all was talking about? Got a couple of songs, but like. That shit was fun because it's fun when you do music with somebody that you fuck with. For like, sure. Man, man, him was like this. And we still live like this to this day. Like, you still reach out and check on me every now and then. But that mm-hmm. shit cool when it's somebody that you genuinely fuck with. Mm-hmm. Like, this man used to come and pick me up from the city all and take me all the way out to Joliet. So, that was that right there was just love. For sure. So, ain't nobody sure. really doing shit like that. So, that's why I brought you back I, too, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. When I try to give back, like, I try to get resources and give people, you know, access to studios and all that shit because I want to do for people what was done for me. Mm-hmm. What I wish was done for me coming up because it's a lot of. Talented motherfuckers in Chicago who ain't got no resources, they ain't got no studios, they ain't got none of that shit, but they raw as hell on the mic. Mm-hmm. So I be trying to give back, and like if I got resources, I got some people who do this shit, I'm gonna put you on with them, you know, let them know, let them know the price. You ain't gotta pay full price to tell them you know me. So I'm giving back type shit. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how I got into that. But yeah, he was fucking with me heavy, and we just started dropping a couple songs. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening to that shit, like, man, this shit sound good to the motherfucker. Like, I, this ain't hard. Mm-hmm. As long as you know how to put words together, this ain't hard. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to this shit. I'm like, yeah, my first first ever song I did with my, my, my brother YDB is called About That Life, mm-hmm. the feature. They used to say I was killing them on his own song type shit. But, man, the first two what, two days, the motherfuckers had 200,000. This is when I was living in Inglewood, though. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go outside, motherfuckers stop me at traffic. Yeah, hey, I fuck with your song. I fuck with your song. I'm like, hey, look, man, I like this shit. I like this feeling. Mm-hmm. This was like 2018. I'm like, I like this feeling. <clears throat> What was the goal at that time? Like, was you just, you know what I'm saying, liking uh, the feeling man, of dropping I'm, songs? Was you was trying you, to make an album? Was you trying nah, to get a mixtape? Was you trying to get signed? Like, what, I'm trying what to see you? if I, how this shit sound, like, how this shit gonna go. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just some shit I just picked up because I was always music inclined. Like I said, I used to write books and poetry. So I always like music, just listen mm-hmm. to the shit. Like, let me see if I could do this shit because it ain't too much shit that I can't do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they kept saying I was going viral. Like, you got the look, you might as well put the, put the music behind it. Mm-hmm. So I listened to the people. Like, okay, let me see how this shit turn out. Mm-hmm. And they was fucking with it. Like, I don't make bad music. Right. On sure, no. Beanie sent me even, some shit for that. On sure, that was... I was like, people be sharing, sharing my shit and telling me, like, damn, we can actually understand you. Like, your shit ain't weak. Yeah, for sure. They just don't fuck with the shit I be wearing, but... Mm-hmm. 
as far as the music side, ain't nobody saying shit bogus about my music uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. That's why I keep doing it. For sure, for sure. So, just speaking more to that, you know what I'm saying? Talk to me about your support system, you know what I'm saying? What's your support system? Like, is, is it a one-man show, you know what I'm saying? You got it's a team behind me. you? That's why, you know, I ain't go as far as I wanted to go or as mm-hmm. far as I should be right now because, you know, I'm doing a lot of shit on my own. Mm-hmm. That's how I go. It take a little longer. For sure. take a little longer when you're doing shit on your own, but that's just me testing myself, showing how good I really am mm-hmm. how far I'm willing to go with it. For sure. And, and it's going to feel great, you know what I'm saying, too, when you, when you make it on your own, you know what I'm saying? If, if it take me, you make it on your own, you can say, I, I got here on my own. You don't owe nobody yeah, shit, why you know what I'm saying? You ain't, got, ain't nobody, no you know what I'm saying, put you on, you did this shit, got out the mud, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the songs that I make, I really be saying Real shit Like mm-hmm. I said that shit One of my songs Big Rings mm-hmm. I put that shit in like 2019 Like I said I did it by myself I don't need no help A nigga ain't never put me on On the long nights On the band Don't write with the pen and pad Pussy nigga That's what got me on mm-hmm. I did this shit myself Talk to me about Your creative process man Like you just put that shit together How you, how you do that You a writer You, you freestyle yeah, I, You punch I, I, I in and out shit, what, What's so the word I can't freestyle for shit So don't ever put me On the motherfucking radio show And they just put a beat on <laughs> it, it ain't gonna happen Man they be They be, they be, they be bringing happen. They be I coming prepared man I, they, I, I can't do it they be like, prepared, If there was some man. shit On the line Say if you don't freestyle We ain't gonna sign you they, they, they do it. I be thinking they be sending on the beats, man, like a I week before, if, man. I don't know. It's like my homie, uh, my, well, my brother, YDB, mm-hmm. he, that motherfucker freestyle his ass off. Sure. He don't write shit because he a battle rapper, mm-hmm. so he already know. Look, I, I did some songs with him. Like, it was some times where me and him would record some shit, and it was just a feature I just wanted him on. Like, I always write my shit, but he ain't write nothing. And he just went in there and, just, and spit that shit. It was raw. He real live a freestyler, so some of them motherfuckers probably do know how to freestyle for real. So I say shout out to people who know how to freestyle because y'all way better than me. I can't do that shit for nothing. For sure. Like, I don't know. My mind, it don't think of raw shit right off the top. Man, I, I have to write I, it. I feel you. I can't freestyle or write, so I can't even tell you. I can't I say to write shit. books and poetry <laughs> so I know what's supposed to sound, you know, what it sound I'm like sure. this. And then I know how to do that. But then I don't ever peep what I'm saying in my songs until after I'm listening to them. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. hold on. This shit, I surprised myself. Mm-hmm. Is it an advantage being a recording artist and being a business owner and still and being able to have bases in Chicago and Atlanta, do you feel like that's an advantage? It is because you could take it pretty much wherever you go, mm. unless you want to you know, travel out as far as those two places. If you want to venture out some more, mm. it's good that you got those skills because you already know how to do it, how to maneuver. Is anyone better for business other than over the other? As far as what? Um, money making, money making. I mean, shit. I mean, like I'm if you be like I have to, if I gotta go to Chicago, I gotta run it up. But I gotta go to Chicago, Atlanta for six months. Where you going? Atlanta. Okay. Cause there's always some shit going. That's the Black Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You run into everybody in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So sure. somebody bound to see you. So mm-hmm. I said when I try to go out, cause I be by myself a lot. Like I don't really go out. I don't deal with people unless I have to. Like mm-hmm. as far as clubs or whatever, I don't go out to those places until I unless I have to. Like I'm not a friendly person mm-hmm. in real life. Mm-hmm. I don't like people for real. For so sure. if I just so happen to rent, I ran to a couple people. Just, Depends on who they are. It all depends on the opportunities and who's around. Like, mm-hmm. it's a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't gonna ever just come in this game and be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna blow up. Nah, it's strictly for by sure. chance. For sure, and work. Sure. Never know who we're running to. For sure. So, was it always Mango? And is, is was that a, a play off the Migos? Like, when when did you come up with Mango? How, how did My grandma actually gave me that name. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she gave me that name 
when I was a kid. Cause, you know, mm-hmm. grandmas they keep all the fruit and all this shit in the house. You know, grandmas don't play. They make sure that you eat the shit that you're supposed to eat. Bro. So she used to buy a lot of fruits and shit. So I used to eat them all. Nuts on know. the table and shit. Yeah, you know, little fruit bowls and mm-hmm. shit. My, my, yeah, they do that shit. So I used to eat all the mangoes up out mm-hmm. the, uh, the pantry. She said, boy, you're going to turn into one. Mm-hmm. And I kept that name after she died. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't Mango 95 at the time. It was I just kept, you know, mango because it was catchy. But it was to play out the Migos, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, that's, what, that's what made me pick that name. Mm-hmm. I was so heavy into the Migos. And I remember, you know, Migos when they shit come up. Migo! And I'm like, okay, I'm a, that sounds like my girl. Mango. I'm like, okay, Mango. Well, so I just started saying the shit. So, so that's how I became YRM Mango first mm-hmm. before 2019. So after that, then that's what I changed. And then it went to. Was Y a young rich nigga? Yeah. Okay. okay. I was like I said, with my first singles and shit. Like you mm-hmm. couldn't tell us apart. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm putting my shit on, motherfucker. That's a new Migo. Like nah, that's me. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell us apart. Like them the motherfuckers who taught me the game. So yeah, that's why I got the flow, the canvas, everything from. Mm-hmm. Like I'm growing up around these motherfuckers, watching mm-hmm. them do this. So that's why I got it from. Okay, for sure, for sure. How 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 do you feel about about them like splitting up, man? With the with their personal shit going on and all that, was you how you feel about I mean, that? All good things got to come to an end. So I say they had their little decade in it. So that, you know, then you ain't gonna stay hot forever. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you got to see how good you do alone. That's mm-hmm. why I, I take that situation from what I did. I'm gonna say like from 2015, 2016 up on to 2019, I used to go up under the name. Wire and Mango. At first, no, nah, like 2015, my name was Wire and Lingo. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, Take Off had a brother named Lingo. So I'm like, I can't change that shit because I'm a motherfucker keep calling me that. Then I went to Wire and Mango. Mm-hmm. They come to find out some motherfucker down to Mango Food and they steady comparing me to this motherfucker. Like, every time I pick a name, it's already you somebody where? with the name. And me and him got into it on Twitter and Instagram all a couple where of times. Where he from? He from Atlanta. Okay. But you know, bumped into him? No, nah, not personally, no. Nah. Mm. I never knew who he was. Mm. Like, he was under the Migos, too, but I never knew who he was. Oh, yeah? yeah? His name was Mango, too? Why I, yeah, it was why I remember his Mango Foo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so everybody kept saying, like, you trying to be him, you still in his name. And it's like, like man, mm. man, this man don't sound nothing like me. Him don't look uh, nothing like. Mm. It's just the YRN play. For sure. Because it was the same campsite system. Motherfuckers, they say, you trying to be him. So I'm like, I ain't changing my motherfucking name no more. <laughs> it's just going to be what it is. See, that's it. I wouldn't got an his LLC name. and trademark. Yeah, that's his it. His name is Mango Food. Right. Mine is just Mango. See, I was saying that shit because our name sounds similar and I used to go on the YRN. And mm-hmm. he did too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, he still do, but I'm like, nah, I'm tired. I ain't finna keep getting to it with this motherfucker. I'm keeping my name. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, we're keeping that shit. And, and the 95, what's, what's the 95? That's the, yeah, my grandma died. Okay, that's for sure. Why I, Rest in that's peace. Why I turned it to Mango 95. Instead mm-hmm. of, I changed it from Iron Man Mango to Mango 95. So to play back on what you said, how I feel about the splitting up, like I see sometimes that shit's kind of necessary because that's what I did. So you go from one thing and what what's the next chapter? So I go for from sure. Iron Mango to Mango 95. So I, I listen to the people because they used to tell me, you know, stop living in the shadows of them like you you, you could be raw than them if you want to you could be better mm-hmm. than them like your music could be it, it's hitting it's up there it's on par with their ass you just started this shit like a year or something ago your shit sound on par with them right. they been doing this shit for like five six seven years at the time so mm-hmm. i'm like okay i started listening to them but in 2019 i'm like fuck it i just came out with my own brand it's like my, my own clothing line shit it was m95 mm-hmm. came out with my own clothing line first then i changed my name then i have my music label so i just did a playback so i mean change is necessary so they split up Things was necessary. I mean, they still doing their shit now, but let's see how you can hold on your own. For That's sure. what I did. I got from up under the umbrella and I started doing shit on my own. And now I'm still getting, I'm still popping. For sure. For sure, man. For sure. So do you remember when you first went viral? Do you remember the video that you went viral on? I don't know if it was a video. It was a band. I got all that shit in my phone that I, I saved that shit. Mm. So yeah, it was a couple of times going viral on the train and on the bus. Mm. I still yeah. be keeping all them pictures and all them videos. You do? Yeah. Why do you keep them? Cause it's a reminder mm-hmm. of what I used to be and where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Like this is me. This is what I used to do. Mm-hmm. This is me now. 
I don't got to do this shit no more. Mm -hmm. I'm solidified in the game. I can still do this shit, but you know, now I'm more in the background. Mm -hmm. I ain't got to be loud and wear all my shit on the train, on the bus no more. Mm -hmm. They already know who I am now. Mm -hmm. Just off the look and the image. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so I, ain't got to, I ain't got to do all that no more. Now it's more the drip. Mm -hmm. But before, I ain't have access right. to the clothes and shit that I got now. Right. I wasn't styling the way I was styling. Right, I'm sure. I did that shit with the jury. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, that shit people took notice. Like, who the fuck this motherfucker is all these chains and shit on the bus? Like, mm -hmm. what the fuck? Then yeah. once I got some money, I upgraded and asked the drip. So now I ain't got to wear all this shit. Now they just know this before my clothes. Mm -hmm. Head to toe, it's going to be the same shit. So they know me. They ain't even got to see me. They just say, oh, that's, that's dude. Yeah, that's that's right. dude last time. Yeah. So that's Mango. Yeah. On shorty. So now I got somebody in front of me that has been viral number numerous of times, man. How do you find out when you viral? Like, especially that first time, do you like being in a crib, somebody call your phone? Like, hey, nigga. Ooh, like, like how, how do you do one of your was? Like, yeah, wait, that's what did I you see yourself just one day just scrolling, just scrolling saw yourself sitting on the train, tagging bro. me and shit, and and that's why whenever my image in some people gonna. I'm tag saying, me. do you remember the first time though? The first time, I'm like, it's between, like when a motherfucker did they hit you up, like, hey Joe, somebody sharing your was, shit, was sharing so you on the bus. I'm saying it was so many times, but I think I was on Instagram at the time and I seen this. It'd be so many times, so I'm with mm -hmm. so many times, I can't pick for it. See, you a star, man. You gonna remember that shit, so I would have. I think I do though. That's one. I think was on College Kid, a blog. From oh, yeah, yeah, college kid, yeah. It was that one. It was a picture I had. This this had to be. This was like twenty, like twenty sixteen. I was on the train. I had. A, I remember what I had on. I had a turtleneck, Fendi belt, blue biker jeans with a Louis Vuitton duffel bag, mm -hmm. with chains on. I was just standing there. I guess somebody must have took the picture. And then that shit was everywhere. And I still got you know the tag. How people be putting their little tags and shit in the mm -hmm. picture, so you know it's there. Mm -hmm. That shit got to flow everywhere. Yeah. People sending it to me. Of course, when I see some shit, people gonna they gonna send it, mm -hmm. flying all over Facebook. People gonna say, hey, "That's dude, that's you." And to this day, people still do that. <laughs> I still go. You <laughs> like I know. <laughs> people still do that. Like I know him. That's why I say somebody want to fuck with me. That's why you know right. she ain't want to fuck with me. That's why there's a lot that come behind that shit because there's a lot of people who want to fuck with me because of that shit. They know the type of attention I get. Mm -hmm. so somebody who said that they was interested in me type shit, but. She got the hand shit from my cousins and sisters and all that. So this dude, he be going be playing his music on the train on the bus, and she felt like, oh, that's gonna be embarrassing to me. So I can't fuck with. So it's a lot of shit that come behind what I do. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of people won't fuck with as far as females. They won't yeah. fuck with because they feel like they're gonna be embarrassed. Right. But it's like it's 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 nothing. It's 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 a lot of it's less than it's 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 honorable. You know what I'm saying for a motherfucker who would be themselves, shorty. You know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like I mean, that's yeah, that's like, that's the main. Like I hate a motherfucker that can't be themselves. I don't care what you do, what you as long as you yourself. I'm sure that's that's why I'm still relevant to this day. Like it don't matter what you say about me, but I kind of knew what I was doing with this shit. Like I kind of mm -hmm. sacrificed a lot. Like that's mm -hmm. that's what you gotta do if you wanna make it big. You gotta you gotta ask yourself, mm -hmm. how far am I willing to take this to get to where I'm trying to go? Mm -hmm. And me, I sacrifice a lot of humility and self respect. Just imagine being clowned every day that you come outside for like ten years. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can't handle that. People getting talked about before would have been forward and stop wearing or doing whatever sure. they, they was doing. You can't handle that. Or pop somebody else. Yeah, like sure. you can't handle that shit. People flaming your ass that you getting death threats and all this shit. Like I didn't went through all that shit. I sacrificed all of that by humility. Like that's why a lot of people don't take me serious. Mm -hmm. But it's Facebook, but you gotta know me in real life to know how I really am. Like I don't be dressed like this in real life. I just mm -hmm. regular I do regular shit. Mm -hmm. So I kinda sacrifice my humility for that. Like how far is you willing to go? So I sacrifice my self respect, all type of shit. So that's why a lot of people just see me as a troll and as a joke. And that's fine. I don't mind, but that's I took that, and now I'm where I need to be because of that. Is that the mind state you had 
that day, that first time when first when you was first on the train with all the chains. Hey, no, the, I was just being me. Like was I wasn't. I, yeah, I didn't wake you. up and be like, hey, let me see what's gonna happen. I, I never did that. I'm sure. Like that was just always me because I was always creative. Mm-hmm. Like, I always used to just make shit and like I was in the fat. I was into a lot of shit, so I really was just realized being myself. Mm-hmm. Once I'm seeing what's the results of me just being myself, what the fuck can happen? I kept doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you already hot. Shit, what the fuck was you turn the stove off? Like I'm hot. For sure. I'm gonna keep doing it. So, so the jury. You had on in that, and when you first went viral, you made it yourself. Some of the pieces, yeah. Mm-hmm. How 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 the fuck do you get into making jewelry? Man, shit, I used to watch people do it, and just that's how I with clothes. I used mm-hmm. to just watch people do this shit. I was just having conversations with somebody today. They're telling me about you know they say you know you used to make your clothes like yeah I did like as far as stitching and all that yeah I did yeah. Why am I paying somebody to do some shit I can do myself? You got to learn how to do it. Niggas, niggas talk about people for the lamest shit. They be like, "Ah ha, you make your own clothes instead of like, what, nigga? You can, you know how to make clothes, nigga? Uh, yes, you got to. Oh, right. Niggas can't even wash clothes. Uh, you got to order print from wherever it come from. Europe <clears throat> shit, that shit costs. Like if I want to make a, a Gucci sweater, I'd have made a Gucci mm. sweater before. Mm. Order the print, get all the fabrics. I got machines and shit that I can go use and stitch this shit together. You can put your finger, foot on the thing, a little cotton. I know how to do all that. Mm. I used to watch people do this shit. For sure. So like, why am I paying for some shit I can do myself? So, so you you going viral now? People people from everywhere hitting you up. You know what I'm saying? What's what's the initial response like? Like, what's the people when they hitting you up? What are they saying? Like, what are they? It depends. You know I mean, it depends. like if it's major folks, like the first person that's famous for the motherfucker that ever first hit me up when I was blowing up is Zach TV. Mm-hmm. Shout Zach out to Zach. Yeah, I was. I think I was on Instagram or some shit. Motherfucker like Zach TV looking for you. I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, you know. See, that's what I mean with that viral shit. I'm gonna know how that shit happen. People just, hit you, know you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like if you floating around, then what you doing is, is entertaining as far as the media. Right. That's all. That's all people looking for is, mm-hmm. is, is the next big thing to talk mm-hmm. about when it comes to media and shit. Mm-hmm. What's the next big thing we can talk about that's gonna get shit going? It's gonna get us numbers. Get the clicks, get us the views. Yeah, that's me. I'm, sure. I'm a walking promotion for anybody who got a platform that you know your shit gonna do numbers when I'm on there. For sure, my shit go up. So he reached out to me, he hit me up. That's when I was living on 64th and Parnell. Mm-hmm. That's what that's the first video on my Instagram. This was like 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh he came, he pulled up on me. You know, he did the interview. That shit and once that was done, that shit like quarter meal. Everywhere I go, everywhere I went, training on said, I was just watching your Zach TV interview. I was just watching your shit. So now everybody was watching this shit, but he was hot back then. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I went. That's broke from Zach TV. For like the first three, four years. That's broke from Zach TV. But yeah, then after yeah. that. That that interview was legendary. You know, yeah, I didn't know he was, you know, I didn't know he was how he be chosen. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that because, you know, I, I heard of him, but I didn't really know who mm-hmm. he was like that. Before she used to tell you, oh, you didn't watch the interview? Well, he really was clowning you. Mm-hmm. I ain't know that, but if he was, I don't care. Shit, right. it, it's it's media. I'm, right. I'm with all that. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it's be funny. I'm with that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know at the time, but if I did, I still would have answered the questions I answered. If you want to be funny, shit, this is what it's for. You got to sacrifice your humility for it. I'm not trying to be on this bitch to be serious. Do you ever like respond like a motherfucker? Be like, Joe, that's fake. Do you I ever be to. like, you I like used to. You know when that shit first happened? Like mm-hmm. I used to like. People used to tell me, now, you don't got to respond to every single bite because that shit was mm-hmm. pissing me off. Mm-hmm. Like, they keep hearing that shit every single day, motherfuckers stay mm-hmm. saying shit about you. That's what I'm saying. Most motherfuckers can take it, most motherfuckers can't. At the beginning, I used to be one of those that couldn't take the shit. Like, damn, man, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Like, going back and forth. But after a while, I just embraced it. I'm mm-hmm. like, who the fuck? Like, hate me or love me, you still talking about me. You still thinking about me. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm finna do to make you look at me. Mm-hmm. So I don't say nothing no more. I just go along with the joke. Like, hell yeah. Now I tell people what it is for real. Mm-hmm. Ain't no point me having no more. The cat out of the bag. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know where I get the shit from? The discount mall in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I ain't make it, that's why I'm getting it from. Mm-hmm. So, 
you personally, why why is it like why you be like I can just get it from a discount mall instead of getting it from the designer store? Like what what why is it no difference for you? Because what I look like paying four hundred percent more for some shit I could get for less. <laughs> it's the same shit. You just paying for a name. Oh, sure. You just paying for that's a name. A like I'm not that fuck that. See, that's why certain people got money and certain people don't. I'm not mm-hmm. finna go broke to keep up mm-hmm. with motherfuckers who trying to flex and do all that. Cause I know motherfuckers who fly as hell, got all this, ain't got no place to stay. Mm-hmm. Got cars, can't keep gas in your shit. The fuck I look like? Asking I'm you for money. My money. Oh, sure. It's the same shit. This shit sure. don't hold no value. It's economics, man. Nah, nah, fuck that. Mary mm-hmm. jeans on me. What's these? Forty five dollars. I think they're like fifteen hundred dollar pants for real. Forty five dollars for these pants. This shirt, MCM shirt. I made this. This is a shirt I made some years ago. I made mm-hmm. this. Belt, $25. Coin pouch, $15. Fuck, I look like paying all that money for... Nah. Nah, it ain't gonna happen. And then, that's why I say. It's, it's like, it don't, I don't understand why people... Why it matters so much, so, especially for a man to care what another man wearing, first of all, in the man, first place. All day in these motherfucking groups. First of all, I don't give why you will care about what another man wearing in the first place. Corny as hell. Second of all, I don't you know what I'm saying. I'm not in a designer, so I don't even know. I don't even know what MCM stand for. Like I don't even you know. Like I don't even. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it's. Motherfuckers it's, be corny. Yeah, for sure. I'm just into the look because I know what's gonna get people talking. Like this is this is all pretty much all I wear when it comes to my media. Like you mm-hmm. can't really find no pictures of me online ever with regular clothes. You will never see it. What is what's your what are your favorite brands? All of them. <laughs> all of them because they expensive in real life. But I ain't making it. I can make it look expensive. So you don't got no personal price. favorite. You know no. what I'm saying? No one. All your. I, I like all of them because mm-hmm. they doing what they supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, they making me look good. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Okay. What? So. The early days when we first went viral, the jewelry. What what was we getting a drip from? What was we getting the jewelry from? Amazon or eBay. Mm-hmm. And and now, I mean, that shit. Now, I like I said, I don't know, sure. That shit. That's what I'm saying. Now, that's why I say, when you get some money, you can upset. That's why I say on my Instagram. If you follow my Instagram at this nigga got a house on his neck. He got his house. He grew up on on, the, on his yeah, neck. Don't open with some motherfuckers in there. Don't with you the dope in there. Don't you bring your ass in there. Man, Cubans, Moissanite. I don't wear diamonds, by the way. So folks want to call my shit fake. I don't wear fake jewelry. Real gold and real silver is not fake. Oh yeah, diamonds. go on. You gotta you gotta break that down. Yeah, you I said you got on what? Yeah, I don't wear I don't wear diamonds. I really I really would never because it's that usually. shit look like the rapper shit. It look like yeah, that's shit. what I'm saying. A lot of these motherfuckers you think just because these rappers buying this shit, it's not real. I watch videos and and podcasts and all type of shit on jewelry. Yeah, I seen that, that shit all the time too. These rappers are really wearing. But you know, you would see some motherfucker like you know what I'm saying so with some cheese on. I'm sure. Because they rich. That it's shit. Official. I'm no, saying that not. shit. So. So back to the diamonds and the moisture noise. What's the difference? Moisture noise. What's the difference? Diamonds, you know, natural created stones. Moisture noise are lab created. Lab created. I heard about that. I heard yeah. about that. So it's the same shit. Sparkle mm. the same. They mm. still, they ain't cheap. The motherfuckers definitely a couple thousand, but it mm. ain't 40, 50,000 for no, for some shit. Right. Pretty much anybody that put diamonds or anything on the chain, you're fucking your shit up. Because for one, you can't resell it. You can't resell custom jewelry. And any diamonds that they put on the chain is diamonds that wasn't good enough to make it somewhere else, so they put it on some chains. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much making it. That's why I don't wear bust down watches. You will definitely devalue the watch. This watch right here, the official Audemars Piguet. Most motherfuckers bust they shit down. Like, nah, this is a, this is a real watch. When it comes to my watches, that's a different story. Now I'm gonna go all out for them motherfuckers. Okay. These for like forty, fifty thousand dollars. Okay. I, I can I can buy that for a watch. Before we Jeez. get to the watch, we definitely gonna get the watch. Let's stay on the chains real quick. So, we are gonna get to the watch. Okay. So the moisture night. So this still thousand dollars in change. Yeah. 
in in the wrist. That's still thousand dollars. Yeah. Can can so I get can, a ticket? You can run shit like, for all of it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I bought this shit a different time. Yeah. So I'm gonna say shit. Maybe one one uh one keeping by itself can run from fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Okay. Or fishing more than that's the shit that passed the diamond test. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. I don't that's fuck that's all that damn tough shit these niggas talking about. I don't yeah, so I was on a live with Ontario ass though. He showed me his shit because mm-hmm. he came to my high school reunion. He was there. And he, he seen it. So he like, yeah, I wear real diamonds. I'm like, that's fine. I told him mm-hmm. what I wear. I wear more tonight. It's different. I mean, you want to mm-hmm. wear VVS? Shit, 40, 50,000. That's, that's your pockets. I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get some shit that shine the same. Boys and nights. Mm-hmm. It's still hitting. <clears throat> Okay, okay. Why so spending all that for nothing, it don't do shit. So you act like when you spend the, the more money, it, it do something for you. Like it don't make you a better person because you spend more money. For sure. Like, piece of shit. Telling people you telling people how much money you spend, but yeah. So how many chains do you have? And do you got you got a safe, you got a you know what I'm saying, you got a guard dog, you know what I'm saying? Cases and all that shit and I got too many to count. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, I'm just obsessed with too many like, custom pieces. They ain't never came up missing. Yeah. That's a lot of one of them did. I like a goofy bitch knocked my shit off uh now this summer mm-hmm. I had a fucking a tennis chain mm-hmm. uh, that was that was nice that was a $3,500 chain mm-hmm. I ain't noticed that bitch was gone until the next day like I'm popping back out the north side be popping around the end of June because I had a video shoot had a motherfucker chasing me around grabbing me and shit but I ain't know the motherfucker fell off my neck mm-hmm. I ain't noticed that shit so the next day I'm ready to try to put that bitch back on I, I can't find I notice them damn chains fall off your neck like man it's it, huge it one big it's like it's oh was small but, but again i didn't yeah, feel nothing come off like it's this fucking clamp. Like, how the fuck, how the fuck did this shit come off i see it clamped on my neck like how the fuck right. did this shit come off i ain't noticed until i ain't even noticed shit when i was taking it off right there was so much shit going on that night i think motherfuckers was fighting i was out there all night so is, is it heavy what the chains the when chain. i wear a lot of them here yeah my neck hurt like a motherfucker yeah. yeah and you wear them all day when mm-hmm. i put sometimes yeah you know i really wear them and then i got them on for like an hour or two like now when i put them on it's because i'm finna go do something use out all day yeah that shit hurt my motherfucking neck that shit take a long time to take off too that's why i'm not going to the airport i'm not taking this shit off that shit gonna take too long i'm already finna miss a damn so when you go to the airport you gotta take that off hell no i tell them they say something you got i'm not taking this off no so i go through the thing but you got to put your hand up Mm -hmm. i'm not taking this shit off it's gonna take too long i miss my flight fucking around taking this (laughs) shit off when i come to the airport i got everything how long it take to put it on and sometimes, I mean, shit, it depends on where I'm going and what outfit I'm wearing. Sometimes it'd be hard as hell to piece what you're going to wear with what. And you style the jury like what chains sit on top yeah, of each other. Yeah, all that shit matters to me. Right. My mm-hmm. image matters. So when mm-hmm. I'm going out, it's to, it's to really do some shit because I'm trying to be seen. Mm-hmm. So all that shit matters. Sometimes that shit can take up to four or five minutes just take, taking that shit off and put it on. Okay, okay. Let, let's go to the watch, man. You're going to have to explain it to me. I don't know. Like, I ain't no... Uh, 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 a lot of these watches had different names. I don't, rappers be talking about them in songs. I just be rapping along with them. I don't even know what the, the, the damn watches is. So if you could, you know what I'm saying, explain what, what we got here. This one is uh, Audemars Piguet. So it's rose gold with a blue dial. Okay. I think this one was like, like 55000 55000 yeah. on the it's, wrist. Just be saying, oh, you get that, that T-Move or that uh, other shit, whatever the fuck you be buying. Nah. This is this is an actual real watch. This is on my Instagram with the real one next to it. So you can see, this is the actual watch. So and I also customize watches too. <clears throat> so it's called aftermarket. So I actually do that too. So why watches? So why you know what I'm saying? Why you want the the authentic real watches? Because watches are a real investment. Mm-hmm. Like watches go up in value. Like mm-hmm. you buying clothes and shit, it don't. Mm-hmm. That, that lose value as soon as you buy it. Like you can buy a fucking some. Uh, Let's say a Patek Philippe, mm. a, a, a 5711. 
you buy that the next three years the value can go up that motherfucker it started like three hundred thousand the next five four four five years that bitch would be worth seven hundred twenty thousand because mm -hmm. it's, it's about what's sold after it's about the market it's about what people demanding mm -hmm. when it comes to watches that's really a prized possession of mine mm -hmm. like a watch to me is like a car to a man mm -hmm. that's how you know what your like what your achievements are like how you find what you achieve mm -hmm. like what you got on your wrist Mm. That's why I don't I don't wear diamond watches though, cause you, you will fuck your watch up doing that shit. It's worth nothing. As soon as you bust it down, the value goes down. Mm, he got me in here talking about chains in, talking about cover my Apple watch up now, y'all. This nigga got fifty five thousand on the wrist, I man. A bunch of watches. Too, like, <laughs> he said I, I post that shit on my Instagram, like they be thinking, oh, cause you wear all that other fake shit. They think the watches. That's cool. I want y'all mm. to think that. I wear a whole bunch of fake shit, so when I pop out with something real, you will never know. Mm -hmm. You think it's fake? Oh, surely. So That's smart. The the watch case you brought to Skimbone podcast. That was just one case. I got six of those. Six of those. Six. Six. So that's math. I don't feel like doing fucking math. And you say you don't play with the watches, so all them thorough, all them authentic. I'm sure. So that, that's my watches. That's a different story. About a quarter million in watches. More than that. Half a million. More than that. Three. Yeah, it's, it's, it's up there. And watches, God. watches by themselves is like two hundred twenty-five thousand. I ain't paying mm -hmm. that. I ain't paying it, mm -hmm. of course. That's what it's worth when it comes mm -hmm. to value. Oh yeah, it's up there. Do you trade and sell them? Do you trade and sell them? Are, are they specifically for me? Like when oh, I'm yeah. actually buying them from the jeweler, from, from the people, they say, like, you, uh, you, you sell these? Mm -hmm. no. I'm a collector. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna be in a while them fucking watches in one lifetime. Still got shit just sitting in there. I got one, a case for every kind of watch. Mm -hmm. Richard Mills, Rolexes, APs, Patek's. They all got their own case. <clears throat> watches just sit there in a the case for like a couple months. I can't wear all that shit. Mm -hmm. I just like buying them. Mm -hmm. I'm a collector. You ain't you ain't never been robbed? Yeah, like twice or th like three times, but it ain't never been for nothing heavy. This is before I was anybody though. But kind of was somebody. Was it the after the viral bus shit, bus and train shit? Once, once. How did the that first go? First time this was on the north side by somebody that not grilled with for some glasses. They want to eat my glasses. Mm -hmm. uh, the second time was what happened though? They was like, hey, come up off them glasses. No, there was somebody that I knew that went that that I went that scooper. He was just. No good anyway. Mm. So he was just one of them niggas from the neighborhood who ain't got mm. nothing going for itself. So it ain't like he didn't know me. He just ran randomly did it. Right. Nah, that's why I say every time something bad ever happened to me, it was from somebody that I knew. Mm -hmm. so I don't got friends or homies or none of that shit. Mm -hmm. I just be by myself. But that first time, nigga took some glasses off me. He ran. This was I was a kid. I was at out of school program. They weren't even mine. Mm -hmm. Second time, I was downtown Chicago and State by the McDonald's, which is why I ain't been over there since 2015. I got robbed for my uh, was with a chain, like two chains. Mm -hmm. This is when I was wearing gold. Uh, two, two gold chains and a duffel bag. Having some niggas that I knew. Damn. Because I was in the McDonald's for a while. You know, I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out bad at the time. I'm wearing the shit just in public. So I guess they must have been outside looking, plotting some shit. I didn't know that. It ain't until I like kind of peeped it. Like I've been in there for a while. I'm just sitting there like they still here. See what happened if I go. So I tried to go out the door to the red line down there. The motherfuckers grabbed my ass right before I hit that corner. So I want nobody to see it. Mm. Got my ass. Got the chains up off me. You take the bag, you know. Motherfuckers rob me, be shit in bags, but they don't ever take it. Mm -hmm. They don't want that shit. Mm -hmm. I got robbed three another time, another time after that. Again, somebody I knew, what from the Brady Green, from uh this nigga that I used to uh shop. I think that was like after high school on what the fuck is that Chicago and Kesey that little this little store right there on, on the west side. Mm -hmm. I was getting robbed on the west side. Oh, I mean, I'm trying to say it's the west side now, man. Getting on the west side, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, I went, I went, I went and bought that. I, I bought a bunch of pants and shit with somebody I went to high school with. Mm. I guess I left some shit over my homie Chris Shaky. You know, everybody knows Shaky for the ass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, when he was living on uh, Maypole. So I guess I went over there to go pick my shit up that I left from over there. So I ended up getting in the car with a bunch of motherfuckers, you know, from Cabrini and shit. 
I guess it was some shit that I did that I didn't know that I was doing. I guess they said I was dropping they set or some shit. I was just me taking a picture. I guess, you know, when you put some shit down or whatever, it's like you dropping they shit. Mm-hmm. But I had like a bracelet on, but the bracelet was big as hell. So it's like I had to, if I did this, the motherfucker was going to slide. Like, I don't like my shit slide. So I did whatever I did with my hand so it would stay down. So I guess they took it as, oh, I'm dropping they shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I went over there with my, to go pick my shit up from my homie crib. It was, I got in the car with motherfuckers, so they going to, you know, drop me off. That motherfucker wanted to drop. Motherfucker turned around. He said, "Hey, buddy, we don't fuck with you." Cause they, they must have felt disrespectful. I'm like, "Fuck y'all talking about?" So I guess they was on that with me. He was living on Roosevelt in California. Shit, motherfucker told me get out. That I had all my bags and shit. Watch in the trunk. I'm trying to get my shit. This motherfucker that I knew, this dumb motherfucker, gonna signal him. He's saying something like, "Hell," you saying some shit. Made they ass get out the car. Went in, went in the bag, took everything from me. I don't even know if they took my shoes. I'm not even sure. Mm. I think they did. I don't know. This dumb motherfucker gonna signal them and make the, make a sound, and they got out the car and took all my shit. Mm. Motherfucker, talking about where that money at? I'm like, bro, what the fuck? That was that time. Then the other time was, uh, was most. Of the, I ain't gonna say recent, but the last time was in Atlanta. But AC3 weekend, I think this was 20, what 2019, when I was on tour with some motherfuckers from, from Chicago. We went down uh, to Atlanta. It's a restaurant called Zaxby's. Mm. I don't eat that shit, but it was a Taco Bell <clears> right across from the parking lot. I didn't want the Zaxby's, so. Knowing it's Atlanta and I'm already popping at the time, I ain't supposed to be walking around by myself with the shit that I had on. Right. So now I was still why I ran crazy. So I went, I left out the Zaxby's by myself because all the other people was up on the, on the inside to the Taco Bell. So I was trying to order my food. I guess this is a nigga. I seen the motherfucker outside before I even got out. This nigga that rode up on a, like a, a scooter, but I'm not paying this shit no attention. I go in a uh, motherfucker restaurant to order my shit. This nigga pressing me and shit. He, he, he ain't you such and such or you looking at he's so much and get touching me and shit. Like get the fuck off me. Now he talking about some, that's my chain. Like this was uh, the the nigga why I ran Mango. Mm-hmm. He said I was in his video shoot and somebody took the chain for me. So I don't know if he thinking it was me who did the shit. He put another song called Magnolia. I ain't watched that shit. But he up there talking about yeah, this motherfucker. Somebody took my chain, pressing me hard as hell, like like it was his. So we get into a scuffle from the inside to the outside. So it wasn't like no fights, no fists, or nothing throwing. He get into a scuffle. He grabbing my shit. I'm trying to hold on to that bitch. So he ended up getting off me. And I guess I must have dropped one of my diamond braces too at the time. It was raining, slippery as fuck outside. So he talking about get back before I pop your ass. He ain't show nothing. He said, like, you know, my fucking pump faking like they got a gun and some shit. I ain't know if he had one for real, but I'm like, it ain't even worth it. Mm-hmm. So he got it up off me. And like two weeks ago, I recently rolled past where that shit happened at. Like it's been since 20 nights, I ain't seen that shit down in Atlanta. I'm like, this shit look familiar. It's a Zaxby's, a Taco Bell. That's why I got robbed at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit brought back memories. But yeah, that, that was about the only times. After situations like that, you know what I'm saying, knowing how much, you know what I'm saying, a value of uh, uh, merchandise you got up on you, you never, you know what I'm saying, consider, you know what I'm saying, carrying yourself? Yeah, hell yeah. Shit, after that, I did. Mm. With the, the 2019, yeah, mm. bro, I got three guns. Okay. Three handguns and a sniper rifle. <laughs> he said, not again. <laughs> I got three guns and a sniper rifle. Oh, it's really. If I ain't had to go to work after this, mm. I would have had it. For sure. For sure, as you should, man, as you should, especially in the rack, man. So before we get off the jury, man, I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you about the teeth, man. How, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? That's something I'm, uh, I say, when I first get my bag, I'm going to give me some permanent teeth, man. And I'm going to rock them bitches out till I get old. That, man, that's a down south thing. She, mm-hmm. you, you definitely going to see everybody with the goals then. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, once I did that, at first I was contemplating if I wanted to do it and not win, I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. I said, when I got those, I was going to get the wicks put in my head. Mm-hmm. Once I found out how much they wanted for the wicks, fuck that. I'm surprised you ain't just like, I'm going to do it myself, shit. Yeah, if I knew how to do that shit, I would. I tried mm-hmm. to find a substitute and everything. Mm-hmm. might hurt too long. Mm-hmm. 
That shit go down to my <clears> so it's, it's too long. They talking about twenty five hundred for the wigs. You know the shit the Kodak black when they when the shit be sticking mm-hmm. up. Yeah. That's what I wanted. So I'm gonna get like I'm from Florida or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a down south thing. For sure. You know, you, you see the gold, that's what it is. Is it is it hard to eat? Nah. Okay, okay. It ain't. Okay, for sure. It's about cleaning the shit. Mm-hmm. That's what it really about. You okay. Get shit clean. For sure. All right, man. So since you became viral, you know what I'm saying, you started going crazy with the music, you know what I'm saying, doing interviews with, with other people, started working with other people, Shaky, Skinbone, stuff like that. How did you get in tune with them, you know what I'm saying, and start working in that range? Like, you know, you mentioned being able to uh, accept humility and stuff like that, yeah. but how did you get to working with them? How did that conversation come around, and what was that relationship like? Shit, I grew up with Shaky, yeah, so mm-hmm. when I was living on the west side, when he was living out west on uh, Jackson and shit, so... Before I was even doing anything, like he used to make me, like he still be doing about that. Like he was one of the first motherfuckers I seen actually making music and shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I used to do this shit over there. I pull up in the car, listening to his shit. I'm like, this shit raw as hell. Like I used to fuck with his music. I still do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Shaky did some music too. I'm sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Me, when we first started sure. that shit, I was right there. I was, I was, like, we grew up together. So mm-hmm. we, we was, I was living on one block. He was living on two blocks behind. So mm-hmm. we outside all the time. He pulling up, listening to his shit, all type of shit. I'm. Going to when he moved on uh Maypole, like he had his shit in the basement, making the songs. He had some of the guys come over and I'm seeing him do this shit. So I'm like, that's kind of like was my first inspiration. This was like before I had kids. Mm-hmm. So this had to be like 2012, 2013, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Before I even before I was even fucking with the Migos like that. So he was one of the first motherfuckers. Like everybody that they cry from from the greens. So it was him. So, you know, he's still doing this thing and I ain't skin bone and shit. I was hot. So he hit me up. That's again, like when you hot and you popular, motherfuckers is gonna find you. Mm-hmm. That's so that's how it goes. So he hit me up and see, it's been like a, it just made a year in October. We did that first skit out west at the Shamrock, mm-hmm. <laughs> at the Shamrock, <laughs> and yeah, I pulled up on him, and we ended up shooting that shit. After that shit, it was up from there. They introduced me to the to the group, Burn Pole, motherfucker, uh, Lowdown, Uncle Hank. Has you had any experience like in that field before then? Hell no, I was nervous in the motherfucker. I still to this day. I mean, they do that shit daily, but even right. to this day, like if I want to get a motherfucker in the skit, I still he be said, nervous. I'm still nervous. Yeah, because that's like acting. Like I, I used to go viral and blow up just by not saying I'm sure, shit. By being yourself. I'm sure. I didn't have to say none of these pictures. All I got motherfucker got to do is take a picture, and it's gonna blow up, and mm-hmm. I'm everywhere. They do that shit because they do comedy and they good at that shit. So they talking, they actually acting type mm-hmm. shit. So, yeah, yeah, like my first skits and shit I was doing with them, I was nervous in the motherfucker, like, because they somebody's to me. Like, I don't want to fuck y'all shit up. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't got no experience with acting, talking. I ain't got no experience with being active and, and talking and being funny. I'm just being funny just about putting some shit on and just letting the motherfucker take a picture of me. Right. That's my experience. They right. really do this shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after, you know, working with them, that's, I really want to venture into that territory. So that's why I started doing my own shit. Mm-hmm. My own little skits and started getting, you know, a little bit more comfortable and familiar with that shit. Mm-hmm. So it was a privilege for a motherfucker to hit me up and and actually work with me and introduce me to everybody. So I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers, they really do this shit. And I'm seeing, like, I got y'all a team. Like, I fuck with that type of shit. Mm. To have a team yeah, and homies yeah, and shit. I be, missing right. what, I be yeah. missing that feeling, though. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, for sure. They go crazy with that shit. And I'm they sure. do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the relationship probably didn't get since the Halloween party, but I be thinking about that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I, don't think this, I don't think it's the same no more. But with the group, with the whole group, Not with that group? As far as me. Oh, as far as you? Okay. No, I guess they must have felt some time. I don't know. I still, I may be overthinking it, but I'm just going off what I see and what I feel. Yeah, for sure. We was definitely gonna get into, it, but since we're talking about it now, so, 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 the night of the Halloween party, we start a little bit before, before the Halloween party. So you was a, what was your role? Was you just a guest? Was you performing? Was you? Since, I'm, since they fuck with me, so I did. Mm-hmm. We did some shit like, 
maybe a week or two or some shit before that or some shit on uh, Cicero at the atrium. Mm-hmm. They had the little comedy show. No motherfucker invited me out. Like if, if since they fuck with me, since we be working together, yeah, I'm all access. So they treat me like they own. All right. So you know, motherfuckers fucking with that shit. Yeah, I guess we go to an after after spot. You know, kicking it or whatever. It's cool just to be around. So I guess after that, the Halloween party was the next event. So I'm seeing it. I'm like, yeah, but for Hanky, Cobb, it's you know, come on out. But the address that that's the Van Buren address, the shit that was at at first, it got shut down. Like somebody called the city over there, so it got moved. So that wasn't the location. We, that wasn't even supposed to be the location. Mm-hmm. So it got shut down. I'm getting there. I see the motherfuckers, and you know, once I walk in, I see the motherfuckers staring and talking. So I see some motherfuckers. I know I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a fun ass night because we finna do our shit. Because I had a video sh- uh, video shoot, so I wasn't coming as no guest. Mm-hmm. I came because the motherfucker invited me out, but I went. I don't party. I don't be doing all that shit. So that's why when I got on news or whatever, I'm telling people I was a guest, I was a performer. You was I gonna really, have a, the video shoot at the party? Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be that's just gonna be. It's gonna that's be what I'm saying. Like when I'm shooting my music videos, I know how to it's capitalize be hella people on, 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 on shit. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Especially the song I had. Mm-hmm. You know, when bitches hear music, you know it's gonna be ass shit oh, at every party. So the the song that I shot, it was it, it was it required that shit. Mm-hmm. But I guess my cameraman, you know, he got there a little bit late. So by the time he get there. Man, it's like it's packed like a motherfucker at that party. Cause that little ass space, don't want the original spot. Like it was mm-hmm. supposed to have been two sides, but that motherfucker shoulder to shoulder in that so bitch. So shoulder to shoulder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't really get shit. That's why we had to go in the back. Mm-hmm. And shoot in like the open backyard area. So we got like two scenes back there. I guess he must have got some B roll or whatever on the inside. You know, he gotta hold this motherfucking camera mm-hmm. up because it's too many fucking people. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, I don't want him to really use none of that shit. I like my shit to be a certain way. But it was too motherfucking packed for a motherfucker to film in there. Mm-hmm. Like shit. It's too packed. So we shot in the back. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I shot in the back. The party's packed. What's going on? What is packed? Well, people just see motherfuckers, you know, partying, doing what the fuck they do. But mm-hmm. I guess around like 1.30, that's when all that shit was finna jump off. I guess because mm-hmm. I was I was towards the front already. Mm-hmm. Like this was like five minutes after the motherfucker filmed, you know, that shit had went down. Mm-hmm. So like I ended up coming from back there. I'm moving to the front because I guess my cameraman had to go check on his car. So we went, I had to walk back to the front. He left, went to go check on his car. Well, he was on the bullet. No, nah, you just no, just West Side. Yeah, he don't really come to shit like that. Like oh, okay. I, ain't, I ain't mad at him for that. Like him, yeah, I ain't mad. At him. Sometimes yeah, people, sometimes they be having reasons. You know, what you gotta check on your shit. Yeah, yeah. I would have did the same yeah. shit. Like you want to make sure. Cause I don't know. He, he probably was in the spot that he wasn't for sure that right, he could be sure. in or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, motherfuckers be on that. So he went to go check on his car. So right after he did that shit, I guess some shit had went down in the back with some motherfuckers. I guess the dude was. You ain't see it. I was all the way in the back. Like it's too mm-hmm. fucking crowded. I can't. Mm-hmm. You, you take a while. Was that like, crowded? Yeah, it take like damn, mm-hmm. five minutes to get from the front mm-hmm. to the back. That's how many people it was. You got a fucking bunch of people and people drinking and shit. They was it really a big commotion or you just heard something just happened in the back? I just heard some shit. Like it wasn't nobody doing the most. It was mm-hmm. some motherfuckers arguing. Well, wasn't nobody running now. Yeah, nobody fighting and shit. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what they was doing back there. I guess mm-hmm. you know some couple months they must have gotten to us. You know niggas probably yelling at each other some shit. So mm-hmm. the DJ booth was back there. So I guess that kind of pissed him off over there. So he's saying. Ain't no more music being played. It was, they guess just ready to shut it down. So after that, you know, they they didn't left out already. Motherfuckers started dismissing, like leaving and shit. So I'm looking at this little open area by the couch. I'm like, okay, cool. Some shit opening up. So now with my cameraman coming, you know, I got room to film. Like it's it's more space now. Mm-hmm. Right before that shit happened, shit, I turned the, you know, this way. Shit, the motherfucker came in and busting. So you seen him come in? I ain't seen him come in, but I seen him when I turned around after I was, you know, got knocked. He on had the already shot. He yeah, already was already shooting at first. So I wasn't looking. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm sitting. You know, it's a little thing behind me, a little, little pillow with a little brick and the, the bar right there. I'm sitting this way. I'm looking that way. I'm, you know, scoping out the scene, trying to say, okay, that's how I am. When I'm in professional mode, I'm looking at everything, every angle I can use so I can film. So I'm looking at all that shit. The door over this way. 
So I guess, you know, I'm motherfuckers started coming in from, and running and shit from that way because the shit started outside. So I'm hearing some shit and I ain't really paying attention. And that's when the motherfucker come in. Start the shooting. I ain't turned around. I'm still looking this way. He started the shooting. I guess a big motherfucker knocked me over. I'm falling this way. <laughs> he's still shooting. So I turn around. I, I say to myself, what the fuck? I turn around. I see him. Then he's still shooting. It ain't until I turned around. Then I see him letting the motherfuckers off. Then he got up out of there. So, so... When you turn around and see him shooting, what he looking like? Like, what, who he shooting at? What he ain't he shooting at, at? He ain't shooting at nobody. That's the fucked up part. He wasn't shooting at nobody directly. He was just mad because he got his ass whooped outside. He came back in and, and shot anywhere. So, it ain't like he was looking for somebody specific. He shot anywhere. So you want, so you, from, from your vantage point, it don't look like he was aiming at people. He was just shooting. Shooting. I don't know what the fuck was, I don't know what he was trying to do. Because you see his facial expression? Like, was he angry? Was he laughing? Was I wasn't, he, trying, to, I wasn't oh. trying to look at that shit. I wasn't trying to look that long shit. I just know what the fuck he looked like. That's how I was able to describe him. When uh, my homie Tree, the one in the woods, said he'd be baking yeah, motherfuckers. Sure. He, been up, he was up here when I was first started this shit on COVID, when I used to do it on Zoom. Yeah, that, sure. that's how I was able to describe to him before the mugshot and shit came in. That's how I knew. I saw him. I knew who the fuck I saw. Like, mm-hmm. I guess he FaceTimed me when he was in the hospital. He FaceTimed me the, uh, the next day. I told him, you know, I described the motherfucker like it was a black, it was a black motherfucker bald head with black on. Then mm. I guess he must have been hearing some other shit that it might have been somebody else. But now, like three days later, once the book shot came up, it was exactly who I described. That's how I know I saw him. I was like, describe what the nigga looked like. Black bald head motherfucker with a black t-shirt on. When the mug shot came up, that's what he had on. I'm sitting up there looking at the motherfucker shoot. I guess when I was telling my story, folks must have thought I was I said. I'm looking at him shoot the whole time. Like, I ain't say I'm looking at him shoot the whole time. I'm talking about from what I saw, I'm looking at the motherfucker shoot. I'm looking at him shooting back, and I'm hearing two guns. I know what two guns sound like. Security must have, you know, they were shooting back. Mm-hmm. So bullets and shit was at the window. So he's shooting, letting the motherfucker off. They shooting back. So when that shit over with, he rush out, do whatever the fuck he do. There's a whole bunch of motherfucking commotion. Mm-hmm. I get up, I'm checking on them. I'm, I'm seeing, like, that shit fuck me up to see that shit. I ain't never seen a motherfucker get shot in front of me. Mm-hmm. Shot up. I ain't never been in no shootout. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you said it was a shootout. Pretty much, yeah. If if, if they shooting back, so yeah. So it was a mass shooting because he shot motherfuckers. Fucked up because Tree got he already even been shot. And you gonna shoot this man again? That's what I'm saying. He already in the wheelchair. I was praying like when I'm looking at the motherfucker shoot, I'm praying that he don't aim that gun this way towards me because I got grazed in the leg because it was somebody my somebody I went to high school. How far with. would you say you was away from? Okay, if I'm right here, uh. Almost whatever that little black thing is on mm-hmm. in the corner of the wall, that's kind of like what the dough is. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know I'm right here, tree over here behind like a little pillar. And my uh, friend Maisha, like, did the couch. And I'm gonna say the little uh, fucking stool thing is the couch. She on the other side. Mm-hmm. So motherfuckers got hit on this side and on this side. So I just got lucky that I didn't get shot all the way. Because mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying when I'm looking back, I'm looking at the motherfucker shoot, I'm praying like this nigga don't turn his gun down this way. Mm-hmm. Because you already shot a motherfucker over here. You already shot somebody this way. I'm in the middle. Mm. And nobody passed away, right? No, thank okay. God. Yeah, for sure. Thank God. <clears throat> so, and you went live as well. Yeah. Did you, get any, did you get any flack for going yeah, live? Yeah, well, motherfuckers was chewing my ass the fuck up. <clears throat> I mean, but I, I was kind of understanding from both points of views where people was coming from. Like, they don't want to see their peoples on the floor like that. I mean, like, I was mm-hmm. all in the motherfucker face being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, I was discreetly recording. Mm-hmm. Like, after I'm going and checking on and, and seeing the shit. Still in disbelief of what the fuck just happened. Once I see my friend Maisha, what I ain't seen in like ten years, cause we went to high school together too. It's the first time I seen that's like ten, since high school. She she get hit in the side or some shit. She just on the mm. floor. She was the, the first one. I'm seeing that shit. I'm like, I, I can't believe this shit. So I'm like, the first thing that went to my mind was pull out my camera. Mm-hmm. 
said, I, I went to journalism mode that night. Like, I got to be the one to document this this, this chaos. What the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. This ain't the first time niggas done seen mass shootings or people recording at times where they really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Man, I've seen shit like that before. Yeah. So don't, don't try to come at me like I'm the first motherfucker to ever do it. Mm-hmm. I ain't the first and I ain't going to be last. It may not have been that appropriate. I get that. But that was the first thing I thought of to share the aftermath of what the fuck just happened. I mean the the video. I don't think if you if I think if you wouldn't have made that video, I don't think it would have been no yeah, video. I'm, that the crazy part, I wasn't the only person that was recording. I think that's the only one I've ever seen though. I only seen mine. Mine was the only one that went viral, mm-hmm. blew the fuck up that quick. But other people's in that bitch recording too. People mm-hmm. sending me videos, and I'm mm-hmm. saying that shit on Facebook. Like, how the fuck y'all coming at me when I'm seeing other videos of people recording way more? They getting up on people. I ain't get up on people. I ain't even had a camera. You couldn't even tell. I'm doing this because I know I ain't supposed to be recording. Mm-hmm. But I did it anyway. That's why, I'm, that's why I said I was recording discreetly. Ain't like I'm finna just have my phone out. You know, that's, that's I know dis- I ain't supposed to record. Disrespectful. I ain't finna do that. I just had it propped up to the side. I, I don't know what the camera saw, so I couldn't really see mm-hmm. what it was seeing. Mm-hmm. I just know the camera's facing that whatever direction I'm, I'm pointing at. Mm-hmm. So I was only on the inside for like maybe one, even 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Walking around, just just still looking around. I'm sitting on this blood and shit on the floor. I'm still in fucking shock. Mm-hmm. I still ain't realized I'm hitting the leg. Like, I ain't realized shit. You got grades? That yeah. night? Yeah. Yeah. And motherfuckers thought I was bullshitting. Because mm. I did an uh, interview on name Kayla. Mm. Uh, Kayla, well, what's in my cup with Kayla? I did. Yeah, like she like, I ain't, She kept telling me I show it. Like, I ain't finna show my shit. Plus, mm-hmm. I had some tight ass pants, so I couldn't lift it up. That she was hurting like a motherfucker, but she felt it was like swole them up or she was wrapped up. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice until I get until I was like on my way home. Like blood and shit was dripping down mm-hmm. my leg and it got on my shoe. That's how I noticed. Mm-hmm. My adrenaline shit was pumping. Like, how the fuck you ain't notice? You cause something when motherfuckers get shot all the time, they don't notice. It can be a while before you notice. When your adrenaline pump, you don't notice that shit. So I didn't notice till I got home, or on the way home. How how did you end up on the news? And did they try to like buy the video from you or anything like that? No shit. After all that shit happened, I'm which is, I got a lot of flack for this shit too because motherfuckers kept talking about oh, you more worried about your hat than these people on the floor dying and so I kept asking for my hat and my robe and shit <laughs> oh, if you saw this dude, if you watched the video I kept saying it that's what you were saying in the video? yeah because I'm outside it's cold and I'm getting rained on I want my hat it's cold I want my robe <laughs> so motherfuckers kept making the scene like oh, I'm more worried about that than who he was? Hugh Hefner? No, I was, I, I was me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, the costume was supposed to be Sub Zero or Ninja. Oh, okay, it was Ninja Roll. I just thought Hugh Hefner Roll. Ain't really what it was. I ain't. I wasn't finna go in there and tell him what I really was. Mm. Like you know, like when you listen to my beat, you know what I up to be, you know, rolling <clears throat> from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I came as me because it, it looked like a fucking Ninja or Sub Zero or some shit. So I disguised it as that. But mm. I really was Atlanta that night. Mm. But shit, after all that shit happened, I was, like I said, I was on the inside for like maybe five minutes. Then I come outside, and you know, still a lot of shit going on. People still talking about it. I'm, you know, hearing different shit from here and there. Then that's when I go across the street. Then I notice like it's, it's raining. I'm like, hold on, my head getting wet. What the fuck is my hat? My hat on the inside. I'm like, oh shit. Like, damn, can I go back and get my hat? They said, no, nah, you can't go back in there. Once you leave, it, that's an active crime scene. So y'all seen my foot cockies on the floor, all type of shit. Mm. So they say, no, nah, you can't go get the hat. So I'm shit, I'm steady out like, damn, my motherfucker hat now. So that was an $80 hat. I ain't got another. That's, we got to fucking replace this hat. And I asked the police, damn, can y'all go in there and get my hat? They say, nah, can't nobody go back in. I'm like, this about a bitch. Now I'm getting cold. Wait a minute, where my robe at? My robe in there too. So, so I'm you- asking about all my property. That's all I kept saying. I mean, I said it a few times. I wasn't just talking about that, but mm-hmm. people say, you stay worried about that hat. You stay worried about that robe. You could have been dead. Those people in there laid out on the floor fighting for their life. I can't do shit for them. So, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not a, a, a paramedic. I can't do shit for them. The police in there. They got that. I'm worried about my property. Because mm-hmm. now I, I ain't. I can't get my shit back. 
Did you ever get it? Hell no. Damn. Sure. Hell no. You, would you notice if somebody was wearing it? Man, then my finna wear that shit. <laughs> Can't, man, I would have, yeah, because I'm the only motherfucker with that robe. Oh, uh, I made that, nigga. <laughs> I can't even find that robe no more. I went back to Atlanta where I originally got it from. They don't even mm-hmm. got that. They got different colors. I want my blue one. I got a red one and a black one. I want my blue one. So you, so you, so you say you got flack. I'm sure you got flack online from it. How, yeah, how did, how did Skinbone, Hank and them, how did they, how did they feel about it? Shit, that's what that's what made that's what kind of hurt my feelings about Skinbone about calling me a cloud chaser. Mm-hmm. Once he got on, because I had once all that shit was happening, like after when I was on my way home, I'm calling everybody that I know they got hit, calling their ass, checking on them. That's the first thing I did. So it couldn't have been no cloud shit. I'm real live concerned. Mm-hmm. He just worried about a live video. I real live called everybody that I knew that I knew was involved in that shit, calling, checking on motherfuckers. And you know, then nobody hit me back because it was pandemonium going on at the time. So it's like two hours later once I damn got home. Shit, I called Skinbone. And he called me back. But I'm up the street from my house. By then, I'm like, you all good? You safe? You good? He said, yeah, I'm at my baby mom crib watching TV. I'm like, okay, cool. And he was like, I said, yeah, that thing cool. I did see you went live, though. That's all he said. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I did. And I brushed it off. I ain't really trying to go into detail. I'm like, yeah, I did. He didn't really say shit else about it after that. I'm like, yeah, I'm just glad you all good. I'm on my way to the crib. I'm finna, finna lay down. So that was it. Next day, once you get on this live... He, he, he was, you know, describing what happened. Then he said that shit. I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers worried about Cloud. Like, yeah, Goofy, yeah, Cloud Chaser. I'm like, bro, you could have just said He said that your shit. name? Yeah. That's how motherfucker knew he was talking about me. He said, yeah, Bago at. Yeah. Because I guess, I don't know, because I guess he the video wasn't that popping. It wasn't all over yet. Mm-hmm. This was like two hours after. So I guess throughout the hours, the shit was everywhere. So I guess maybe motherfuckers were looking at him sideways like, this your event. Probably blaming him for the shit because he got on live saying that shit like, it wasn't his fault. Like, him, mm-hmm. one motherfuckers blaming, even though it wasn't his fault. Like, you have to explain that shit. Like, why y'all blaming me? Like, I ain't, this nigga wasn't even from here. Mm-hmm. So, I guess my video is what shed light on what happened. Because my shit went viral. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, I guess he about to fell some type of way and shit. Called my eyes a cloud chaser because he was getting flat because of it. Mm-hmm. That's the motherfucking feelings when he said that shit. Called me a cloud chaser. I'm like, come on, man. You could have said this shit to me when was on the phone when I, when I called you that night. You ain't say none of that. You wait till you get, you know, your audience for you to say that shit to talk about me. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like we entertainers, everything we do is for clout. Have y'all talked since? No. Mm-hmm. I kept calling and texting. She went out the next day when I went on the podcast and tried to call him and texting him like nothing. Mm-hmm. Then I seen him like two or three, two or three weeks later because he had another event out uh, in the Burbs, close to where I used to work a while ago. It was just little. I didn't know it was a strip club though. So I went over there like shit. Usually when when we see each other, you know, we'll be cracking jokes and shit. And then, cause that nigga funny as fuck. Like I still fuck with him. Ain't no love lost with me. Like just the sight of this nigga can make me just bust up laugh because he fucking he goofy. Like he's funny as shit. Like I look up to this motherfucker. So, you know, usually when the motherfuckers see each other, you know, he has some funny shit to say. We'll crack jokes, but the vibe won't like that no more after that. Like I, it took me some hours to say something to him. Like what up, Bonnie? What up? It was like all dry. Mm-hmm. Like, so I kind of figured like yeah. Their relationship kind of dwindled, but I was calling Hank ass the next day because after you know he got hit in his arm and shit, I'm calling him, checking on him, and making something like that. We still cool, like I seen that shit. I want to make sure we still cool. He said, "Yeah, we would, man." He said, "We was," and we ain't really talking to him after that. But then you know, once the night of that uh the event at the club, the the strip club shit, I walked over there in the session. I'm doing fucking lowdown to him. I was like, "Hey, they go make her right there." So I don't know what they be saying behind the scenes. I don't know. I don't know if they be talking about more whatever the case was. I don't know. But, you know, I dapped them up, but it just, it just felt kind of off. Mm-hmm. That weird. And the vibe wasn't the same. Like, I really, these motherfuckers probably don't fuck with me no more after that shit. 
So, <clears throat> is there any more work which y'all planned in the future? Any skits? Ain't nothing on the table, is it? No, I just had to wait. Shit. Mm. I mean, motherfucker still got my number and all that. I'm still doing the same shit, so. Mm. If you could go back, would you have still made the live video? Man, that's. I don't know. I kept saying at the time that I would, but at the same time, I, it was it was fucked up. But I don't I don't know. I really can't answer that. Mm. I mean, I was saying that shit before, like I will do it again. You know, those motherfuckers talking shit. I was just probably saying some shit in the moment. I will do it again. I don't know, mm. cause it ain't like again. And then like I was doing the shit to be mischievous or disrespectful, like all of the motherfucker face recording shit. I wasn't. I wasn't on it. I'm just spreading awareness of what the fuck happened. Mm. Like, trying to find out new things about myself that I could do. Like shit, that's part of journalism. Mm. I'm like shit. I, I turned into a journalist this motherfucker night. Mm. It's different shit that I find myself maybe want to do. But again, I wasn't the only person recording. That's the crazy part. I see if it was just me, but just because it's me, that's why I got the most flat because I'm the most known motherfucker. Mm. So I guess they must have saw, saw his clout chasing, but I don't know. But I, like I said, I did understand from uh, everybody's point of view how it was. Like, don't nobody want to see their loved ones on the floor and I wanted somebody would have checked out. And I'm like, that, 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 I had to think about that. It is fucked up. Like, don't nobody really want to see that. Mm. But at the same time, I had to put myself in that situation. Like, if it was me, I'd rather motherfucker know than not know. Because if I didn't record, because again, because of my video, that's how motherfuckers was able to identify their folks. Cause they saw it and people saying they was going to come to this area. They saw my video. They said they glad they didn't know they was on their way there and they glad they didn't come. So my video did do some good. Mm-hmm. But that's why I can look at both sides. I did good and it did bad. I'm like, shit, if it was me, if I just heard about a motherfucking mass shooting and I got somebody that's, and I'm at this party and shit, the motherfucker don't know my whereabouts. I can't pick up. I'm hit or whatever. And somebody show a video and then you see me there. I, I would rather them see that than them steady calling and not knowing what the fuck going on. I'd rather them see so they'll know. Mm-hmm. Still fucked up, but now you know what the situation is. Oh, he, he hit. Now, now I can't, now I can not worry. I mean, I can worry, but not worry because he's not picking up the phone. Now I know exactly what happened mm-hmm. versus them not knowing at all. So it's kind of a fucked up situation, but it does more. I don't know if it do more bad than good. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, I can't say neither, I bro. I can't call it. I'm sure. It did good, but it did bad. So I don't know if I would do it again. But but back to you personally a little bit more. Does did you does any type of P, PTSD come come after an event like that? Like you you That's type of person that still yeah. got to be at parties and events. I know. I mean, it took. Like, I popped out to some a week later. Mm-hmm. My man, uh, my man Kobe, he he because I was trying to finish the fucking video. That's only why I popped out because I, I we never we didn't we didn't finish. That's why, yeah, back to my cameraman, like, five minutes after he left, he was on his way back up there. Like, I guess he was walking across the street or some shit. He saw all the shit go down. So From the outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was, I'm glad he wasn't in there, because at first, like, he didn't want to do that shit anyway, because he said he don't really be shooting at public places and all. Like, no, I don't, he got his own reasons. I respect that. So I'm, I'm still mad that I even brought him there. Mm-hmm. I wish I wouldn't even, even brought him at that point, but we still ain't finished the damn video. Mm-hmm. So, but shit, man, <clears throat> that shit was crazy. Would you ever go to a, a party, a Halloween party again? No. After that, I knew it was over with for Halloween. Once I got outside, like, no. Mm-hmm. Last year, takeoff got hit. Mm-hmm. This year, it could have been me. Yes. No, I'm done with Halloween. Yeah, for sure. I'm for definitely sure. done with Halloween. So, my bad for the kids, but <laughs> I find somebody else to take y'all. I ain't, I ain't, no, 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 it's over with. Halloween is out the, out the question for me. Before we get you up out of here, man, let's talk about what you got going on right now, man. What's going on right now? We look up Mango 95, man. What we going to see? What we going to hear? What's going on? Definitely going to see the projects that I got. going to see the album that I got out, a couple of singles. I mean, 
I've been all over the place because I've been trying to find, I ain't going to say find people to work with, but I've just been behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm also focused on getting my visuals out there, mm-hmm. which I'm still having trouble doing because mm-hmm. of the, the, the people that I'm shooting with. There's a lot going on. So I know I got a lot of songs out, so of course you're going to find some shit that fits your taste or whatever. I definitely got something for everybody. But right now I'm more focused on my videos. Mm-hmm. Now I'm running into more people who uh, do you know, events and do music and shit, so now I'm trying to expand as far as getting features and all that and working with people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me, send me something or let's do this. I'm trying to you know, venture into that because a lot of my songs are just me because, again, I don't work with nobody. I don't do shit with nobody. So I'm, that's what I'm trying to That's what I'm working on, expanding my brand, working on working with different people. Mm-hmm. You charge for features or how does Not that really. Work? It ain't about the money for me. <coughs> it really ain't about the money for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's why I try to get people exposure, like people who doing the shit or people who want a, a big name for themselves. Like everybody, know I got the audience, of course. So if you want to, I'm, I'm doing you a favor. Mm-hmm. I'm helping. It ain't about the money for me. For sure. I'm going to get that regardless. What's the goal? Man, to be shit, retired from all this within the next seven years. Oh, you said seven. God damn. Yeah. Right. Like when you got a nick for it, then you already know where you're going. I know how how high I can get and how far Mm -hmm. I can go. Mm -hmm. I know that because I see it. But that's why I say I'm also in the background now. I'm not really focused on me. I'm trying to get other people where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I blew up. Ain't nobody going to blow up like that again. You'll never see that again. Mm -hmm. On the train or the bus being fleet. You'll never see that. Mm -hmm. It'll never happen again. No. Motherfucker getting on like that. So now, once I got all the all the fame and attention and all that shit, that you know the resources, mm-hmm. now I'm just trying to get those to other people, people mm-hmm. who have no resources. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel good to be able to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Cause the love that people get or people show me, that's the reason why I keep going. So I say it'd be a little hate, don't you still gonna get it? But fuckers talking that shit online. But in real life, it's more love than hate. Cause that's all people wanna do when they see me. Take pictures with me, flick it up with me, ask me for advice, show you that they appreciate what I'm doing, tell me keep going, say they like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That came, I came a long way Come on that train On the bus Do Mago 95 Still take the bus And the train Yes Do I need to stop No Why Because that's where My audience at So you take the train Bus and the train Just because that's where Your audience at Yeah So So since From going viral On bus and the train You're like I gotta stick with this shit Yeah I mean, I mean I'm like I, I'm still You I'm take still, the bus and the train Everywhere no, not everywhere. But just okay. usually a lot when it's with my kids because they like that. Because mm-hmm. my son say he want to drive trains when he go older. So I do that. But, you know, if it's somewhere where I ain't got a, it ain't too far, mm-hmm. fuck it. <laughs> Why not? Like, I ain't too well fucking Hollywood to take this buff. You know how many white people ride this shit and got money? Mm-hmm. It's like just because I got this shit and I'm, I am blew up a little bit. I can't ride this motherfucker no more. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, you on this bitch. So you can't say nothing <laughs> about nothing. You on this motherfucker too. Right. Like, I'm on it by myself. Yeah, like it's just me. Like, I'm the richest motherfucker. Ride the tra- no, it's other people on this mm-hmm. bitch. People got money and still ride the train on the bus. I ain't got to pay for no gas. I ain't got to pay for no Uber. No, none of that. Mm-hmm. It's free. Mm-hmm. I'm all about saving money. That's why I wear it's this free? shit that I wear. For me, yeah. Man, I can't remember the last time I paid for for you know the little card. I ain't never. I keep the same card in my wallet. No, damn, what that bitch ain't got no money on. I know I ain't supposed to be saying this. I don't give a fuck. Knowing that bitch ain't got no money on there. Tap. Oh shit, how many rides? This is. I, I, I was at the airport. You know, O'Hare. You got to get on the blue line if you're coming back to the city. All right. What line I hit him with every single time? Then hit the little red. I'm like I go up to the booth. Excuse me. How many rides you get? On? Don't you get three rides off this card? Yeah. Then they say within two hours. I was like, oh, with two hours? Oh, I didn't know that. They ain't tell me. They just told me for $3, you get three rides. And then it's like, oh, you got uh, yeah, you got to buy a new one. I'm like, I ain't got to pull out a big bill. Oh, I ain't got no change. I'll just be standing there like, I ain't got no change. Like, can somebody give me change? And they let me on. 
That so you do that shit every day. I paid it. for the train and the bus since high school. You mean the little orange cards that you put in the bus? The reduced fare cards, yeah. of course. 15 in a pack. I'm sure. I ain't paid for the train and the bus since then. <laughs> I get around for the free ski. So you finesse your way on the bus and the train every, every time. time. That's why when I used to go viral, no motherfuckers be like, oh, he was on my train and on my bus. He ain't never pay. They know. Been doing this shit for years, for a decade. I ain't paid for the train and the bus in a decade. <laughs> and I get around every. So now they they gotta know by now. They gotta know you coming up tapping your shit. If I go ahead, man. People, even if they do, you this ain't coming out your pocket. <laughs> that's what I said. I thought it was like go ahead, man. Go on, if go ahead, Joe. The same motherfuckers now. Sometimes they may give me a hard time. Like I hate that shit. It'd be random. The motherfucker. If I get off one bus, I'm going somewhere, and I just so happen to be coming back. It's the same driver. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, hey, did you just get off my bus? That should be awkward as fuck. And you that, still that you still going up tapping. <laughs> It's, it's awkward because I like, damn, I just, yeah, how the fuck off enough for that Used to be different people. Hell no, you know, sure. Motherfuckers applying for the CT every day, so you know, you go see some different faces wherever you go. Oh my God. Oh, sure. When that shit for 10 years, I've never paid. Like, I get around. I gotta see this, man. I gotta and see this. I keep this. telling people how to do it. I remember people used to say that shit. Nah, you know what I'm saying? When I, 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 I be trying I, to I didn't did it before myself, but yeah. every day for 10 years. I've been trying to put people on. Like, when I used to try to hire motherfuckers to come see me, oh, I ain't got no way. You better finesse. You better use one of these cards and act like you ain't know no one's on it. So you leave the crib with no. No, I got money. I'm no, just, no, I'm saying I ain't, you I'm said because you do, do the big bill trick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Anybody like, got change, change, but you you leave the crib with the same card, knowing you don't got no that I'm not bus fare. No, I got it. I'm you got it, but pay. you don't got no tech. I leave the crib every time when I forget on the CTA with the intention not to pay. So if y'all see this interview and y'all ride y'all bus, it don't matter. You can't put me off. <laughs> Or you, or you not gonna care, man? Don't come on, don't come after my boy for this interview, you know, man. He's he, he just speaking his just truth, man. You. You know, motherfuckers don't care. That's why, I, like, when it be different. <laughs> I don't really get white people that often. Like white drivers, you know, they don't mm-hmm. be for none. I try to stay off white buses. And you know, really, I don't really see too many white. You don't really see, it depends on where you going. Like if you north, north, then you will see them. Keep their ass up north, huh? Good, like out west, no, yeah, I don't, I don't see no white bus drivers. You don't see them like that. Well, shit, the, the train people, they be black too, but mm-hmm. it be the same motherfuckers. They know what's up. I know the nigga by my crib. That's what I'm saying. That's why they be like. Like go ahead, man. Go, go ahead, man. Shit. I, you know, I just, I, shit, jump over the motherfucking thing. I try to make sure he ain't looking. I don't want to blatantly do it in your face. At least if I'm going, if I know I'm finna do that, I tell motherfuckers, you no, know, I hit you with the trick. No, he said, you know, ain't nothing on that. Like at least I was, you know, I ain't want to be an asshole and just go. Mm-hmm. Most motherfuckers just jump it. Mm-hmm. So at least I still be nice and let y'all know that I'm finna do it. I don't just go. How you let them know you finna do it? You be like, hey, yeah, I'm I finna jump know, up over here. Nah, they don't work, or you know, they probably say something like, you know, you know that car don't work. Or can I get a ride? Or I, something, I rarely I would say that. Can I get a ride? Because I don't like asking for shit. But they be like, you know, know that car don't work. You just like, yep. Just you know what I say, I mean, yeah, I knew. You know, I you know hit him with my charm or some shit, smile and crack a little joke. Hell you know, funny. No. So at least I'm like, shit. At least I was. Because sometimes you know they won't tell. They, I don't think they allowed to do that. Mm, be like, right. oh yeah, you can go. Then I, they just mm. say, if I don't see nothing, I don't see no, I don't know. Mm. Or if they trying to give me a hard time, trying to go argue with me and shit. At least I let you know. At least I ain't just fucking go. At least I want an asshole and just jump. Right. At least I let you know. If, you know, once I hit you with the line, it don't seem like it's never got caught by twelve or nothing on the cover twelve or nothing. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, they be mm-hmm. by the station by uh, up north or mm-hmm. you know, downtown. Mm-hmm. So, but there's two ways that you can go. Once I see them down there, I go to the other one and the mm-hmm. police over there. I did that shit when I went to the airport. Like last time I did this shit, I offered the nigga some of my popcorn. He let me get on. You got to bargain with these motherfuckers. Give him something. Man, that sounds like too much work, man. Popcorn, shit, eat somebody. I was doing the popcorn, like shit. You get some of these motherfuckers if you want. Put put the napkin down. Gave him some of the bitch. He came out the booth, tapped the card. I went to the airport. <laughs> you like it's you just on time, Joe. Give him something, shit. Man, give him something to work with. 
Man, 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 this is crazy, man. I'm so so appreciative you was able to come through, man. This is a big interview for me, man. Big for the platform, man. Appreciate you coming through with all the drip, man, with the knowledge, man, with the free game, man, with the stories, man. If you could, let the people know where they can find you on social media, where they can link up with the music, all that good shit. Definitely find me online at Mango95. You can just Google that. Everything going to pop up. Instagram, the real Mango95. Folks who got me on Facebook, you know my real name, Andre Williams. Mm-hmm. So that's all. I, yeah, that's all, pretty much all I use. Okay. So you will pretty much see me floating around, even if y'all don't know me. I'll find y'all. My page will find y'all. Okay, for sure. Once I go viral with shit. Definitely appreciate you coming through, man. I, I hope this is this is one of many. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I said, man. Sure. You know where I'm at. So open door policy. If you want to come through, talk your shit. Hey, Mo, I got some shit. I got to get off my chest. We need to drop this shit this week. Yeah, see, if I would have let me then when that shit happened, it would have burst. Second second motherfucking place I went to, that would have been everybody was on my ass about that. Every time I went live, they want to see what what are you talking about? Every video was with fifteen thousand. Like, well, well, shit happened. Well, you know, yeah, a man, know. your stature is gonna come up again. Whether what they, you know, what I'm saying what. Everybody gonna be looking for you, man. So, y'all gonna be able to find them right here, man. So, enjoy the rest of your evening in a minute.